0: pretty sure he doesn't dress
1: like that. Jesus Lord
0: Jesus. All right. Hey guys. Hello. What's up? It's Ryan and, and Taylor. Uh, I, I'm back. I've well, been gone for a week. Where have you been? I was down in Orlando, Florida. Doing? I went to Star Wars Celebration. That's awesome. Which was a lot of fun, even though uh, the the, com- the conference was run pretty poorly. Hopefully Disney will get their hands on it because Disney does everything with a a level of excellence oh, that yeah. is uh, far above and beyond, but it was a lot of fun with our friends Dustin, Ashley. We went down, hung out, bought lots of toys. Jennifer bought lots of stuffed animals. I got a a Darth Vader that looks like a samurai. Oh man, he's awesome.
1: That's is that like a line of? Yeah,
0: it's called movie realization. So they've <laughs> got all these different Star Wars characters as if they had like samurai armor. That's cool. And his lightsaber is it's a big red lightsaber, but it's curved like a yeah, like yeah a katana yeah. sword. Man, it's real slick. That's awesome. Yeah, that's my that's my big Star Wars. Bryce
1: Toy would enjoy that, but uh, yeah, we'll keep it from that. <laughs> no, that is really cool, though. I actually, I have a confession. Um, I still haven't seen Rogue One. What? Yeah. Oh wow. I've owned it for almost two weeks. You, you have it? We have. But you it. haven't watched it? I've owned it since it came out, um, and I have not watched. Oh, it. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, you need to watch
0: it, since you can watch it at your house now. You need to. You and Lauren need to watch it, and then immediately watch. Episode Four: A New Hope.
1: Yeah, I've heard that they it, it, it makes the
0: family. movie. It's one of the most brilliant retcons ever. That's cool. A good in a good way. Right, right, right. It's a reminder that retcon stuff doesn't have to be bad. No, no,
1: no, good. no. It's good when it's done well. Yes, but yeah, it's a, it's a great time. Oh for, man, Rogue One for Star
0: Wars, oh. forty years. Oh, you do need to confess that sin. Yeah, that's, that's bad, yeah. man. I that's tried. Bad. We
1: tried, but. The, yeah, having kids just didn't, <laughs> it didn't work out. I could watch it now on my phone if I wanted. I have it. It's, we got because they now well, now when you pay know, for I a DVD, it. you get the Blu-ray, the regular DVD, and a digital copy.
0: Wait, exactly. I bought it right before we drove down, yeah. and we took the DVD copy with us to watch on our little DVD player in the car. Yeah, yeah, because you buy for five dollars, you get four versions of the movie. Yeah, I don't understand why that's like, But anyways, Anyway, yeah.
1: So I do have a question for you though. Okay, yeah, why? Are iPhone chargers not called Apple juice?
0: Apple juice? Oh, because because Steve Jobs missed out on that one. That would have been such a great (laughs) pun.
1: Apple juice. I don't really have an answer. I just somebody asked that on Facebook, and I was like, "That's a really good question." That's well, because
0: apple juice tastes good, and iPhone chargers are the worst. Yeah, that's probably why.
1: I don't know. Yeah, you pay twenty bucks for a cord that breaks after a week of. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's move on to more <laughs> important things. Today is going to be controversial. Yes. Because we are assuming your gender. Bum, bum. and And we'll explain why. Um, but we're diving into this week, uh, we're talking about male and female, man and woman. And I'm trying to think the last time we talked, we missed a week. Um, oh, we hit on why do we exist? You know, we were created mm. for um, the purpose of, of shining... God's worth through. And as Christians, part of the reason uh, or part of the way that happens is in male and female. Uh, And so the first thing we want to say is um, gender is uh, well, the way we're using it is we're assuming it is a synonym to the word sex. Meaning, when, when I talk about somebody's gender, I'm absolutely linking it to their biology. To their biological sex that their
0: body dictates.
1: Yeah, yeah. And this comes straight out of Genesis one twenty seven, when it says, "...so God created man in his own image. In the image of God he created him, male and female." He created them so first thing we want to be clear about is as christians scripture leaves no doubt where right. we land now i mean we it's clear we we believe in, in male and female as biological um, identifiers and so immediately what you're probably asking what your friends are asking is well science says the gender is fluid and um the first thing i want to say is no it doesn't mm-hmm. um there's a book by Mark Yarhouse called Understanding Gender Dysphoria. Check it out. What you'll see is that most science on this subject is highly speculative. Second of all, there's there's re- there's just no certainty about uh about what they mean by that. It's
0: highly speculative and honestly it's more philosophical mm-hmm. than it is scientifical. Uh science, I don't know if scientifical is a word. That's a good scientific. Word. I like it. <laughs> um I mean there is even a recent a recent article. Um, talking about ER doctors were confused by a person's they had gone through a gender reassignment surgery Mm -hmm. showed up in the ER because I don't know exactly why they showed up in the ER but the doctors were confused as to how to take care of them because their their biological sex had been so mutilated um, that they had no idea how to treat them, as yeah. a male or as a female, because yeah. their body had been so uh, played around with. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that, if that was science, these doctors in the ER it wouldn't be having to ask, what's going on here? Who is this a male or is this a female? So even yeah. in even recent real anecdotal things happening, um, it, this really ha- it impacts in a yeah. lot of different ways. We don't, we don't however, want to say that there isn't such a thing as gender dysphoria, Mm -hmm. Um, someone feeling one way or the other in the sense of like that's a that's an actual problem that's an actual disease uh, in a mental a mental state that needs to be addressed so Mm -hmm. we're not trying to say we are trying to say very clean cut you are either male or you are either female and you
1: are born one way or you're born the other And, and, and i think you're right like our heart is not to Therefore, cast out anyone who's wrestling through that. Yes. Uh, just exactly. like Christ does at the woman in the well who's been sleeping around. He, he's not sitting there saying, therefore, get away from me, stop being stupid. He's investigating her pain. So, so we, we don't, therefore, say, stop struggling. Right. Uh, we want to walk uh, with people through this. But we want to be clear scripture makes no uh, apologies for saying there's male exactly. and female. And science makes no argument otherwise. For example, in his case, um, how do you identify? Well, what you do is you you look at their chromosomes. Mm -hmm. That's all you can do. Uh, Bodhi Bauckham asked that question when he was giving a lecture at a secular university. It was like, let's say that they please find a body. There's no markings. How are they going to determine if you're male and female? They're gonna look at your biology. Yeah. They're not going to look at your brain chemistry because your brain chemistry. One, scientists don't understand brains that well, and yep. that's not because they're not smart. It's just because it's the brain is that complex. Yeah. And it should be. A good, it's a good thing in mm-hmm. the sense that it's crazy. Our brains are so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's brilliant. Brilliant. The mind of the human being is an incredible design. Uh, design argument, but um, <laughs> at the same time, um, yeah, male and female. It, 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 it always. It's interesting too because you see this. On the same – so the argument that gender is fluid and, you know, it's more of a spectrum, if I feel this way, then that's what I am, it's interesting that that argument tends to come from the same um, camps as atheism, Mm. which champions, you know, we only believe in facts, we only believe in the evidence, and there's just absolutely no biological evidence other than um, your bodies. not to mention Christopher Hitchens, who says – We don't have bodies. We are bodies. Well, if that's the case, then encouraging someone to change their gender, if all they are is their body, what you're ultimately doing is you're not loving them. You're telling them to reject who they are.
0: And Ironically, if Christopher Hitchens were still alive, I get the feeling, because he got unpopular for saying certain things of this nature, I I get the feeling he would probably be speaking out against um, this gender dysphoria stuff nowadays. I think he would probably say, no, your body is male or it is female. Um, yeah. you know, he would probably be in favor of different sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I imagine he might say, like, you're a male and you like men, therefore you're homosexual. Like, right. I, I think he would probably make that claim. But he was he was a rogue in that sense. But you're right. It's funny that atheists um, are the ones then defending non-factual truths. And that's, I mean, we talked a while ago about the importance of objective reality, of objective truths. And mm-hmm. we live in a society that is post-truth. Yeah. Right, that's one of the the big words for 2016, um, and and this this question of um, fluid gender yeah. is is very much so a <laughs> Bryce poking in yeah. uh, is is very much so one of those those issues that is post truth. It is living outside of a world of truth and uh, one of my pet peeves one of my hobby horses is to just kind of knock down the concept of the word gender mm-hmm. uh, the word gender is actually a linguistic term referring to uh, a, de- a part of the declension system of, of a language so for those of you I studied German in high school I you know I didn't re- yeah. learn a whole b- much about it but then there's there's Latin and uh, and Greek but in Spanish, you guys, most of you are studying Spanish. Spanish mm-hmm. is what's called, Spanish, German, Greek, Latin, all those, they're called a declined language. So in a then sentence... And they're shrinking? <laughs> no, as in, uh, so they're, the words themselves are mm-hmm. declined or categorized. Yeah, um, They have different endings or beginnings right. or markings that say um, it connects to another part of the sentence. So English is actually like, pretty confusing that way. It would be really nice if English had like declensions and stuff. But uh, in Spanish, right, you'll have a a masculine ending Mm -hmm. of a noun, and the verb will, likewise, the verb that goes with that noun will have a masculine ending. And when you look at that verb and you ask the question of what noun does that verb go to, you look at the rest of the sentence and you look for a masculine noun.
1: It's a a perfect example of what he's talking about. So in Spanish, a boy, um, Nino, and then a girl is Nina. So. The boy, the male, ends in the O. I think I'm pretty sure from yeah, what I remember. Yeah, I, I know you're asking. You're asking. Um, and the female ends in the A. That is now ironically that not to add to confusion. That's not. It's just the language is divided by a word that we call the category is called male, and the other category is called female. And it's it has nothing to do with biology. Right. It has everything to do with. Hey, these words these help us connect, like he's talking about, with the verbs, uh, like the action verbs in the sentence.
0: And it doesn't actually communicate biological sex. Yeah. Um I mean, that's the thing in Greek, I I know Greek better than Spanish. So in Greek there's there's male, there's masculine, there's new there's female, and then there's neutered. Mm-hmm. Now, word there are neutered there are neutered nouns that refer to actual animals. Now, they're not talking about castrated animals. They're they're talking about animals. Yeah. In it's just the word happens to be neutered, mm-hmm. um, or there's there's animals that are always feminine and ending, but obviously there are male versions of the animal and female versions of the right. animal. The linguistic concept of gender was never, ever trying to infer biological sex onto the item it was describing. Right. But somewhere along the line, we took that term of gender mm-hmm. and that concept of giving gender like the like language gives gender to a word yeah. in order to help non- it be understood. In, non-sexual gender. Right, non-sexual gender to a word to make it fit into the system like a math equation mm-hmm. of the sentence. We took that concept, some, you know, we took that concept somewhere and started to apply it to human beings and say, not, so, one of the arguments that you hear nowadays is, sure, your biological sex is male,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but your gender it's something separate from your biological sex. Because they have to do that. Mm-hmm. They have to remove, to, in order to be factual, right, to be scientific, they got to remove this concept of gender from the physical, scientific bodily to a philosophical, heady world. Yeah. And so that's what gender on, and ends, ends up honestly talking about often. I mean, we even see it. Um, um, there's a woman named Rachel Dulzell. Yeah, who is a yep. white woman um, who identifies as a black woman. Mm-hmm. So she has so, and she wrote a book on it. Yeah, she's so moved away from. You can't change your race. You right. you just you just can't. You are white. You are black. It is it is a thing. It's a it's a thing that you have no choice over. Yeah. Um, but she has, she's had to redefine a whole new concept. So now she just identifies as black. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what's happened in. In the gender category as well as we've removed ourselves from sex because you can't, you can't fight the bio, biological sex aspect of things because yep. it's one way or the other, um, and so they've created a whole another concept of gender. Um, so honestly, it, it, when your friends bring that question up, ask them what they mean
1: by gender. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah. When it, and it really comes down to I just think of Romans one where, we've just been handed over to our lusts and so we find ways to justify what we want and this is not said in a way that is you know you know we're we're not trying we don't make this stand to deny people their happiness right we're we're doing it for the opposite reason we're saying that you cannot be happy by getting everything you feel like you want Mm -hmm. gosh bryce would never eat healthy if i let him eat whatever (laughs) he wanted because we know human beings are fallen by nature we believe that we are going to twist and pervert our desires, uh, and to be to make them lord over us. And in this way, the worldview that says gender is fluid and can be whatever you feel—it's an outright rejection of truth. It's so clear. I mean, it's not a question of science because there is no consistent science, first of all, and second. mean I love uh, what Ben Shapiro says when he's talking with a college student who's making this argument, and he says, "Well." why can't you identify as 60? You know, she's like 23. Uh, Why can't you identify your age as 60? And, of course, she has no comment because you can't deny what's objectively true. And And we have
0: started to see people start to identify as different ages. Yeah, Um,
1: just like the lady you just mentioned in race.
0: Right, right. And so that is the kind of snowball... Yep. um gathering of you know um, it's going to go on and it's going to get it's going to get worse and it's going to get more confusing and like taylor was saying that's not ultimately helpful for people mm-hmm. um again the genesis 1 there is talking about how um god created man in his, in his own image male and female he created them yeah um male and female are created in the image of God, that's a good thing. It's for the purpose of glorifying God, and it's for our good that we're created male and female. Um, But a lot of what you see in our society in anything is really trying to flip. Um, And and honestly, that's when Adam and Eve um, sinned in the Garden of Eden. God quickly told them, Adam, you are going to want to abdicate your responsibility as a man Mm -hmm. um, and and be lazy and not want to work the land. Eve... Uh, you're going to want to take over the power and authority and responsibility of of your husband of man and you're going to want to you're going to want to walk over him you're going to want to switch you guys are going to want to switch roles you guys are going to not want to be responsible for what you're responsible for mm-hmm. and you're going to want to make it harder on yourself yep. so i'm not surprised by this we shouldn't be surprised by this for sure uh this is this is what we do in our own lives every yep. day and now this just
1: kind of gotten to this big cultural level mm-hmm. um and it it really comes down to like you said the garden of eden when you knock the foundation out anything goes and so what the serpent asked adam and eve did god really say he what he's doing is he's opening up in our reasoning um he's removing the foundation and saying define truth uh, however you want which of course can never work out and and we see that happening it's happening today it's happening Mm -hmm. right now and um again so 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 we're we're hitting on this male and female um And when God created us from the beginning, he did say male and female. And we see that biologically. And we're never going to escape it because we're always going to need that biological development to reproduce. Yeah, it's a pretty natural thing. Yeah, but we're going to move on for a moment. The other major issue that comes out of this is, ironically, um, uh, gender equality, uh, which, of course— it's again interesting that these two show up in the same thing because right. one is arguing that gender is fluid, and then the other is saying, "Well, genders are real, but there, there's a that we're we're discriminating against one." It's just so bizarre that these are falling in the same camp. But um, so so we talked about gender fluidity. It's not it's not real. Second thing, gender equality. What we want to hit on here, the these are, are um, you know, the people that you hear arguing that there's um. There's discrimination against women. Now, I, I don't, I don't deny that there, there, there's plenty of abuse in the world of women oh, by, yeah. by men. It's, oh, yeah. it's absolutely ridiculous. It's heartbreaking, and we should do everything we can, um, uh, to, to fight that. It's absolutely wrong. Um, uh, but we want to make something clear. Um, when we argue, in the church, what, what we believe in the church is that men and women have different roles. That's not a statement that they are of different value right uh, And what 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 people are arguing in our culture is for a view called egalitarian, which is basically saying well men and women are completely equal but of course you can't live that out. Um, you know what if you know again even even from a scientific biological
0: standpoint, men and women are different. yeah um, that difference, does not necessarily equate that they are unequal in value right um but they are physically different we are physically different and right. to say to seek equality that seeks to erase that difference mm-hmm. it actually does us a disservice absolutely because it takes away the advantages of being female it takes away the advantages of being male right and it's trying to throw them out the window um and, and it's trying to again kind of abdicate Allow men to abdicate their responsibility and allow women to abdicate their responsibility. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like God said, that's exactly what you're going to want after you after they fell in the in the garden. So,
1: and I saw an article the other day that was basically lamenting the denial of 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 distinction in sports Mm. because what's happening is right because women want to be defined as completely equal in function. Uh, You know, you see – well, one thing you see happening as far as the gender issue goes, you see men who are identifying as women, and then they're competing in women's sports, and they're absolutely crushing women. (laughs) Just destroying them. Yeah, and so the article was in, you know, in X number of years, all the best women will be men. Right. Uh, And the point was that – All the best women in sports will actually be biological men. Yeah, and and so it's – it does not dishonor women and men to say women do things better and men do things better. Right. That that is not saying women are, are better in this area, men are better in, in this area. It's not saying that their value changes. Okay, we're not talking about compensation here. We're not t- talking about financial pa- packages. Um, yes, for for the if they're you know for the same job. I mean, I, they should just right. be they the should same. Right, totally get paid the same and. But, but but as far as their value, their value is the same. Man and woman are equal in worth before God. And why is that? Because they're both made in the image of God. Absolutely. So despite their differences, they're both made in the image of God. Um, and so they have the same value. Yeah, and, and a perfect example of the differences is I am never going to reflect God's glory by having a baby. Right. And that is not to say that I am of less value. It's just to say that... While we have same value, we have different roles and responsibilities. Uh, in the way that I can't have a baby, what I can do is I can lead my home as a man. Now, this is, again, uh, authority. What, what Scripture is talking about when it's talking about the authority of man, it's not saying the man needs to be a slave owner in his home and just like, you do this, you do this, you do this, you listen to me. Um, Paul actually defines um, the way a man uses his authority And calling him to lay his life down for his wife, the way Jesus uh, lays his life down for the church. So,
0: yeah, and there's there's a couple of uh, verses we want to read from Ephesians five, just in reference to this. So, uh, Ephesians, as well as a couple other places in the New Testament, uh, we get some pretty good clarification on what some of these roles that are different between men and women. Um, But what we really want to read, just for a second here, is actually how the how the differences in biological sex and gender have value for the gospel. Mm. And so Paul, talking to the Ephesians here, he says, "Um, Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, uh, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and and is himself its Savior. Uh, Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Husbands, love your wives, as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might represent the church to himself in splendor. Um, and then all, and then later down in verse 32 of, of chapter 5, he says, This mystery is profound, and I am saying that it refers to Christ and the church. Ultimately, what we're saying here is if you take away... Biological sex. If you make it this fluid, philosophical concept that's based only on your feelings, based on these external factors, uh, you take away the gospel. You take away our interaction with Christ as the church. We are His bride. Um, as as we have faith in Him, we're supposed to submit to Him in all things. Uh, and if you take that away, you ultimately break down how we even interact with with our Savior.
1: Yeah, and, and that's where that's where this all comes from. Is that you know women and men are equal in value but different in role how are they different in role well they're different in role in the way that they portray different parts of the gospel and that uh, displaying the different parts of the gospel is tied to what ryan was just talking about is the gender identity god intentionally designed male and female to intentionally have males lead by sacrificing for the females to be a picture of what jesus has done for us and so You know, this idea of gender um, fluidity and this idea of um, egalitarian uh, male and female, it it absolutely is a sacrifice of the gospel. And this goes back to Romans 1. What happens when people disregard God and they rebel against them? Well, all sorts of gender confusion takes place Mm -hmm. because they... Abandon the gospel. Um, and so, and we're all susceptible to this. Yep. Uh, but as Christians, we absolutely believe um, in the objective nature of um, gender identity, uh, as well as the equality of male and female, mm. but also the distinctions between male and female, which are good, great things uh, which tell the complete narrative of what Christ has done for us. So. Um, Hard, controversial issues. Uh, We are not to cast people out because they disagree, but we are to fight for this truth and and hope to lead our friends and neighbors uh, and family members to to understand that this is the gospel issue that uh, that we're talking about, is a gospel issue that we're talking about.
0: And honestly, we just had this conversation in 20 minutes on a podcast, and there's no way we could have covered all of it and odds are we barely even touched um, the way that you guys have rubbed up into it in mm-hmm. your lives with other people and other friends. We want you to we want you to know that we are we're a resource for you guys. You can hit us up. Uh, you, you've got our numbers if you got them. Otherwise, you can con- connect with us on the Connect Student Ministry app. You can connect with us on Facebook. Get a hold of us. We we want to be a resource to you. If you guys have more questions, which it'd be impossible if you didn't. Um, yeah. <laughs> We, we're, we would love to talk about this, even if you wildly disagree with everything we just said. Right. So we want to have a conversation with you. We want to be a resource for you. Um, this is big, hairy stuff, and we want to keep talking about it. So that's why we did it today, uh, talking about this tough subject. So
1: Yeah, so hey, get ready to come on out, hang out this week. Next week, we've got um, worship tomorrow night in the sanctuary. We're going to be talking about leading families. And, and then on Saturday uh, at 530, if you want to help us, uh, up at the church, we're going to be supporting our local policemen and honoring them with a the dinner uh, and thanking them for their service. Um, the Refractions Band and the Revelators will be also uh, having a concert, just a thank you concert to them. And then on Sunday, we're going to be doing some work at the Shepherdsville Pet Cemetery as a way of giving back to our community and building some relationships there. Lots going on, uh, so so stay up to date on Instagram, social media, uh, tell your parents. Oh, and then the following Friday... Uh, there's a men and boys camp out. We'd love to have all the dudes come and hang out. We're going to be eating hot dogs, hamburgers, fishing. It's going to be a good time. So just threw a bunch at, bunch at you, uh, and uh, I lost my ability to speak, so <laughs> I am signing out.
0: <laughs> all right. Thanks, guys. See Bye. ya. Jesus, Lord Jesus.
1: made to be-